How's it going, A's fans, and welcome to episode 104 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke, and today we're going over Loriano got suspended, Alex Centron got suspended, Mike Fires was not good, Dylan Bundy was very good. The A's, uh, their offense is not uh, clicking right now. Going to talk a little bit about Trevino and Daniel Mengden, see if they're long for the team. This is speculation, obviously. And, uh, you know, go over you know, the, the new uh, the new segment that I did. It, it's called Westwatch now. So that's where we watch what's going on in the West. Westwatch! Um, sorry for blowing out your eardrums. Anyways, so yeah, that's what we got going on today. And then I'll wrap it up by talking about today's afternoon matchup between Bassett and Canning and, uh, you know, the A's and Angels in general. So, uh, yeah, that's what's on the docket for today. But before I get into any of that stuff, please follow us on social media at LockedOnA's on Twitter and Instagram. I am at ByJasonB on Twitter. And if you have any comments or questions for us, please direct those to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. So, big news from today, which is when I'm recording it. It's yesterday if you're listening to this. But anyways, it doesn't matter. Uh, big news from Tuesday was that Loriana got suspended. And uh, on yesterday's podcast, I had some fun. And I was like, Bob Nightingale likes to report false information. And I made fun of him for that. And then on Tuesday, he tweeted out that Ramon Loriana got suspended for five games. And then like two minutes later, everybody's like, actually, maybe not. I don't know. And uh, so that was a lot of fun because Bob Nightingale staying true to himself. Is Bob Nightingaling? Uh, it ended up being six games. He got suspended for six, and uh, it, there was that couple of minutes between where we had heard it five, and then we were like, "Wait, it's not five? How many is it? Oh no!" And it ended up being six. So you know, it's not terrible um, overall. Sure, I guess um, I did for some reason watch. Pardon the interruption on ESPN. That was the only show on ESPN that I ever liked watching consistently. And I did it for way too long. Uh, and Michael Wilbon is like, I'm pretty sure I nailed those suspensions. Blah, blah, blah. So I went back. And he's like, yeah, uh, Alex Cintron should get 25 games. And uh, Ramon Laureano should get like 20. And I'm like, that's not, you didn't nail it at all. You completely missed it. What are you talking about? Anyways, that's my new, uh, that's my other new segment. Of just calling out media for no reason. Um, I actually liked Wilbon a lot for a, for a very long time. But he's gotten... Uh, Old and basically, he doesn't embrace analytics because he's a curmudgeon. And not, it's just a when you don't want to try and learn something, that's what angers me. It's not that you know I disagree, it's just like it's stupid numbers more, even though his favorite team. This isn't a Michael Wilbon podcast. Let's get back to the ace. Let's do that. Okay, so we're back on track. Loriano got suspended for six games. He's going to appeal, which is why he played in last night's game. And as we've seen with Joe Kelly's appeal process, he's still waiting to hear when he's going to serve his suspension. And he's already wound up on the IL now, so who knows when he's going to be, you know, actually serving his suspension. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the A's could be with Loriano for a couple more weeks. I don't know. Um, there is a thought that maybe he could, you know, just drop the appeal once the weekend starts because they're going to be facing the Giants, which they don't necessarily need him against the Giants. He'd be great, and, you know, you obviously don't want to drop Baybridge series games to the Giants. Um, but, you know... They could probably do it without him, maybe. I mean, yeah, it, it's interesting. And also, but the one downside of that would be having to have, like, Mark Canna play center field, where Loriano's the better center fielder uh, defensively. But, you know, Canna's acceptable in that. And it, it's just that park specifically. Oracle Park is terrible. Um, 
for playing outfield and defense and things. Um, and then they go to Arizona. So he could play, you know, do the six games and be like, eh, it's fine, whatever. I'll just miss these two interleague games as opposed to missing AL West games. So that's a plus. Um, Cintron got suspended for 20 games and his statement was like, I didn't talk about his mom and I'm going to learn my lesson. I should hold myself to a higher standard. And um, I'm pretty sure that he did talk about his mom. Give us the audio to prove yourself innocent, I guess, even though you still get the suspension. Also, uh, it, wh- why was he so hot about the whole thing? He didn't get hit by three pitches in the series, did he? No. Uh, his team was losing and about to get swept by a division rival, but the Pirates have, like, what, two wins on the season? They're not John at anybody. Why, why does he get to start fights? I, I don't understand it. What Rob Manfred should have done before the season started is, uh, you guys, I, I gave you guys immunity, which everybody's mad about, and I should have probably punched you guys, but you know, I didn't, but now you need to not escalate it any further because people are pissed at you. And if you do anything, we'll just, you know, cut you guys. Uh, we'll just, I, I don't know what they could do to hurt everybody. If they like made everybody free agents, that doesn't really help. Uh, that, that would also that would probably help the players again. But uh, yeah, they need to do something because they're not learning. It's a culture thing. Cintron was on the 2017 Astros team. I don't know why he's still around. Is he a great hitting coach? No. The Astros offense, 13th in baseball right now, um, according to WRC+. And uh, yeah, so I, I don't know why he got to keep his job at all. And everybody seems to hate him. Literally nobody has been like, hey, he's actually a pretty cool dude. So, you know, that's nice. Everybody's been like, no, actually, I don't like this guy. He sucks. And uh, why does he have a job? So, you know, good job, Alex and Trone. You are now the face of this along with the rest of the Astros. But let's get into the game real quick. Uh, Mike Fires went three and two thirds innings. He gave up seven hits, five earned runs. He walked two guys and he struck out two. The three homers really, uh, r- really did him, did him in there in the in the fourth. They were squaring him up real good. Like everything was a high probability hit. It's not no little bloopers or anything like that. So uh, yeah, the the Angels they came to play today, and with their offense going off, we didn't really need Dylan Bundy to go out there and you know shove with, for seven innings of four hit baseball. Gave up no runs. Uh, I'll get into that in a sec. He gave up one walk and struck out ten. So. He looks really good. He, according to uh, Fabio Nardaya, the athletic, I believe he writes for the athletic. He's the Angels beat reporter for them. Uh, he said that according to War, he's the best pitcher in baseball. And if you see him pitch, he's sure pitching like it too. So he is definitely a Cy Young contender along with Bassett and Frankie Montas. And if same thing as I've been saying for Frankie Montas, you know, if uh, the A's win the West, then, you know, he that's a really good thing on his resume. If the Angels make the playoffs and Dylan Bundy's, you know, the crux of that, that's a really good case for him because he gets Mike Trout into the playoffs. Everybody wants that, uh, including me. And that's why we're going to get to the West Watch here in a second. But first, I want to talk about the A scorelessness in like the last couple of games. Um, they, they put up nine runs in Monday night's game. Good on them. But in the last 14 innings, they have scored zero runs. That's bad. So uh, <clears throat> maybe it's a come down from, you know, sweeping the Astros and all the emotion that came in that series. Um, and the Angels are, you know, no pushover by any means. They they have lots of talent. They just usually kind of underperform. And right now they are performing. So uh, good on them. You got to, you know, take your lumps when they come. And, uh, you know, the A's have just won nine in a row. So look, dropping a couple, it is bound to even out a little bit. The A's aren't playing great baseball. So for them to have had a nine, uh, nine game win streak, 
probably a little bit lucky, but I mean, they were just coming up with good hits eventually, and their pitching's been phenomenal. Their pitching has faltered a little bit the last couple of games, so this is what you see. Um, which brings me to Lou Trevino and Daniel Mangdon. Mangdon hadn't pitched since uh, July 28th against the Rockies. So if you remember the Rockies series, he pitched then as a starter. So he's just been like eating up this roster spot for kind of no reason. They're not really using him. I know that he's on the roster because he's out of options. And if they, you know, remove him from the 28-man roster, they subject him to waivers. And that's not great. But if you're not using the guy, then, you know, screw it. And to that point, if you're only using him when the game's out of hand and it's a blowout anyway, why not bring up James Caprillion and see what he has right now? What are you going to lose? Maybe you add another tool to your bullpen that you can use in bigger situations. That's what they should do right now. We don't need Daniel Mangan. And in that same vein, they're not using Lou Trevino in big situations either. So maybe give somebody else a shot while he tries to figure it out. I don't know. But he, he doesn't seem to be the same guy that he was in 2018. So they need to find somebody else that can fill some sort of a role like that that can be slightly more effective and maybe keep them in a game and, you know, prolong for a comeback or something like that. That would be great. Um, I've talked about Jamie Schultz a whole bunch. Maybe he's the guy. He's not on the 40-man roster, so maybe he's not. Uh, maybe they could bring up another one of their talented young starters and just throw him out of the bullpen and have, they'd have a couple of, like, semi-long guys that can go, like, two or three innings. That would be kind of fun because, um, I mean, you need upside at this point, and neither of these guys seems to have much left in the tank. But uh, maybe that's just my opinion. And uh, yeah, let us know what you guys think at Locked on A's on Twitter. And uh, I will respond and, you know, give my analysis on that stuff. So that's it on that front. In the second segment here, we got the West Watch coming up. And I'll give you guys the analysis on, uh, you know, the other games that happened in the AL West. Give you guys the standings and uh, tell you who's in second place now. Because, spoiler alert, Houston lost. And uh, that, that's going to be a fun game to recap because uh, I really don't like them. But first, I want to tell you guys a little bit about CBDMD. It doesn't matter if you are a professional athlete, a stay-at-home parent, or you spend eight hours a day in an uncomfortable office chair. Everyone needs support to make it through the day. Luckily, our friends at CBDMD have an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets chaotic. CBD Freeze with Menthol is an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief for muscles and joints in a convenient and easy-to-use roller or shareable squeeze tube. CBD Recover combines CBD with inflammation-fighting compounds like Arnica and vitamin B6 to give you the support you need where it matters most. And to make it even easier to try this amazing duo of topicals and everything else CBD MD has to offer, they're offering our listeners 25% off your next order when you use the promo code LOCKEDONMLB at checkout. Once again, that's cbdmd.com promo code LOCKEDONMLB for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD oil products from CBDMD. We are also brought to you guys by rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. And they have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered right to your door. Best of all, the prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same auto parts? That's silly, you guys. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write the code Locked On in the How Did You Hear About Us box and let them know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. 
All right, we are back in the second segment, and it is time for the West Watch. But first, please follow us on social media at LockedOnAs on Twitter and Instagram. I am at ByJasonB on Twitter. Email us any questions that you may have. Let me know if you guys like the West Watch at LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. So let's get right into it. I'm going to start, I'm going to switch it up a little bit for today. Uh, the Rangers beat the Mariners 4-2, to two, and uh, there, there's not a lot of notes on this one. Nick Solak was the offense for the Rangers. He went 3-for-4 with three RBIs. Uh, he's looking fantastic. He is batting 400 over his past seven games. Not bad for a rookie in Texas. Also, Mariners rookie Evan White, he went 0-for-4 with three Ks. He is currently batting 106 on the season, going 7-for-66 with 31 strikeouts. He got a little bit of a deal before he made it to the majors so that he could make it to the majors, you know, like one of those uh, John Singleton deals. Actually, that's an unfortunate comparison. Let's call it the uh, the Louis Robert uh, deal because he also did the same thing and made it, and he's doing much better. Uh, but as of right now, he's playing like John Singleton. So uh, get get better, Evan White, I think. I, I'm rooting for you. Um so yeah, he's been struggling a little bit. Uh, Texas is 4-1 and one on this homestand. They swept the Angels. They won today. They lost last night. Uh, so yeah, they, uh, they, they're they doing okay. Rangers are coming up. We'll see how where they are in the standings here in just one second. But first, I got to tell you guys a little bit about the Giants and Astros. The Giants, they won 7-6 and 10, and uh, that was a fun game. The Astros were leading 6-2 in the 7th when Hunter Pence came up, hit a 3-run dinger to make it 6-5. And then in the top of the ninth, Darren Ruff came up against Ryan Presley, who is a veteran in the Astros' bullpen. You don't see those too much. He had a single to tie the game and uh, send this one into extras. Ryan Presley uh, did, did not show out. He has not been great in his small sample size. Uh, Brandon Crawford had an RBI single that gave San Francisco the lead in the 10th off of Cy Snead, who, when he came in, I was like, hey, Cy Snead's going to pitch. That's good news. And uh, it turned out that it was good news. And uh, so, so they took the lead. And then uh, Tyler Rogers, twin brother of Taylor Rogers, who pitches for the Twins. Twins Rogers is a lefty. Giants guy is a righty. We're, and he's a submariner, too. It's a really weird thing. I, I thoroughly enjoy it. So Giants Rogers came in. He struck out Correa with a runner on third and one out. And then Kyle Tucker came up. Struck him out, too. Granted, strike three that ended the game was a little bit off the plate on the outside part. But uh, you know what? It's the Astros. Who gives a damn? The Astros dropped it, and uh, they dropped out of second place in the West. So updated standings. Oakland, after their loss, they are 12-6. and six. They are atop the AL West. The Rangers, after their win, they are 7-9. and nine. They are four games back of the A's. Houston, after their loss, they are 7-10. and 10. They are four and a half back of the A's. The Los Angeles Angels... Of Anaheim, I'm gonna keep saying that because it's just ingrained in me. Uh, after their win, they are seven and eleven. They are five back of the A's. And Seattle, after their loss, they are seven and twelve, five and a half back of the A's. Uh, so, I, I mean, the the watch, the West watch, which we started yesterday, um, it already took the Astros out of second place, which is the goal of West Watch: get the Astros out of the playoffs. And if they're not in second place, it's going to be a lot harder because they're now facing all of the teams in the American League. And even like Detroit's doing really well. They're above 500 right now. They got like nine wins. So it's not a cakewalk for Houston if they can't get into second place. So keep them out of second place. Throw some wins at the Angels. I don't care. But as long as the A's win the division and the Astros don't get second, I'm happy. 
That being said, I would like the A's to win tomorrow or today, you know, Wednesday, the series finale against the Angels. That's the one. That's the one we're going with. So uh, in order to do that, they're going to have to get to Griffin Canning a little bit. Uh, It's Chris Bassett, who's been fantastic for the A's going against Griffin Canning. Uh, They have faced, you know, they have faced the opposing uh, team already this season in his start against the Angels. Chris Bassett went four innings, gave up zero runs. He allowed five hits and a walk. So uh, he looked pretty good. The four innings was because he was on a pitch count. It was his first uh, start of the season, obviously. Griffin Canning, same sort of deal. He went 4.2 innings, gave up four hits, three runs, and seven Ks. So he was on. He just got hit around a little bit. Uh, Mark Canna took him deep, so that was a plus. And uh, over his career, Ramon Laureano, if he's playing, which he should, because he's appealing his suspension, uh, he is four for seven against uh, Griffin Canning. He has two home runs and four RBI. So... A little bit of ownership and a small sample size, but look for Ramon Laureano to, uh, you know, have a good day. Have a good day before he goes uh, serve that suspension. Go get it, Ramon. All right, so anyways, that's it for me today, you guys. I'm going to be back tomorrow. Obviously, we're going to talk about the afternoon game. And then on Friday, I think we're going to do our crossover with Locked on Red Sox, talking about players that have played for both teams and all that stuff. I've looked up a couple that were fun that I didn't know existed. So, uh, you know, that, that should be a good time. Also, Dennis Eckersley will definitely be involved in in the conversation. So uh, we're going to talk about all that stuff. So uh, please subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on social media at Locked on A's on Twitter or Instagram. I'm at by Jason B on Twitter. You can email us questions to Locked on Athletics at gmail.com. So uh, that's it for me today, you guys. Stay indoors. Celebrate good times. Keep wearing those masks. Free Ramon. And I will talk with you guys tomorrow.